Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Entertaining. Never been so addicted to a show between 10 and 12. Informative. You call people out no matter what they are, and you hold them accountable. That's the Mark K Show. The first hour of the Mark K Show starts now. They're here. Hold on. I was looking for my headphones. They're found. I found them. I put them down. Hold on. I got to switch. Hold on. We're you are stressing me out so much. Oh, my gosh. Good job. Can you hear me? Hello? Wait, I think oh, I can hear you. We got one more thing. I just got to. We're a little early today. Why are we so early today? Less commercials. The other Josh is saying, I don't know. He doesn't know why we're early. All right. Well, let's try to be <laughs> on time in the in the field. What's on we're this? Right on time. What? We're right on time. I feel like we're early. I feel like we're early. I don't know what it was. Maybe anyway. Uh, 855-765-1045. Hey, thanks for joining us today, folks. This is the Mark K Show as I catch my breath. And we have a, uh, man, we have an exciting show. There's so much going on today. We have, uh, for example, first of all, I have to say, I have to, and we'll get into this more in depth. We'll get into this a little later on today. But I just have to say, I thought, you know, I want you to eat the whole sausage. That sounds like a good thing to me, but I guess, you know, that's just because I'm a sausage lover myself. Apparently, it's bad when you're governor of New York and you tell a female reporter, uh, you have to eat the whole sausage. And that could actually be, that could actually be the, the downfall of Governor Cuomo. After all the things, you know, it wasn't the, the killing of the old people, the mismanagement of COVID-19. It wasn't all that. It was eat the whole sausage, words that will live in infamy. And the New York's gov- uh, New York governor's mansion um, for the rest of existence, which is, you know, and like, and it's not just me saying that because I know what you're saying. You're like, oh, well, Mar, you hate all Democrats. Not true. Not true. There's some Democrats I really like. Governor Cuomo isn't one of them. But it's not just me. It's Democrats in New York, Democratic representatives from Long Island, Democrat rem- representatives from all over the state. Democrats see what's happening. They see that Governor Cuomo is a threat to their to their uh, ideas, to their ideology, to their, you know, their, their, uh, you know, super feminist uh, viewpoint. Oh, it's basically to their wokeness. When you have somebody in a position of power who you are heralding as, you know, a potential as a potential a presidential candidate. And they were doing that, man. They wanted they wanted this guy, Governor Andrew Cuomo, to jump in and save the Democrat presidential nomination last year when they realized when they realized Donald Trump had a stronghold on the Republican Party and still does, by the way, when they realized that Donald Trump was the leader who would get the nomination for the Republicans, when they realized that Donald Trump was probably going to win the election, they were looking everywhere because they didn't think Bernie Sanders was the dude to unseat the Don. They didn't think Pete Buttigieg had it going on. They didn't think Elizabeth Warren stood a snowball's chance in you know where. So they looked to New York and Governor Anthony Cuomo, Andrew Cuomo. Who's Anthony Cuomo? I think I went to school with him. Andrew Cuomo. And they tried. They were like, look, you jump in now. We can guarantee you'll get the nomination. And he declined. Does anyone else think does anyone else think that maybe the reason he declined was because he knew what was out there? He knew what was going to come up and haunt him. He knew, look, if you knew what I said to female reporters about about processed Italian meat shoved in a sausage casing, if you knew the kind of lecherous things I did. One woman actually said that at a it, he grabbed her face in public. There's a selfie of it. Grabbed her face in public and said, uh, can I kiss you? And she had to forcefully remove herself from the situation. People all around. And uh, and so you throw on all these sexual harassment allegations. There's now an attorney general's investigation. It's just a mess. And Governor Cuomo uh, will probably have to end up. I mean, he'll have to end up doing something, either resigning or forcing impeachment or whatever. But it's the downfall for one of the one of the the favorite sons of the uh, the Democrat Party. And, you know, I'm not crying about it. I'm just telling you I'm telling you what's going on. Not only that. Not only that today, ladies and gentlemen, but we have also uh, we have also a very exciting birthday today. It is Dr. Seuss's birthday. 
Dr. Seuss, Theodore Geisel, one of the most prolific, if not the most prolific and famous children's authors of all time, writing classics that we all know today. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, the places you'll go. The Cat in the Hat. The Cat in the Hat returns because everybody loves a sequel. And uh, and one of my favorites, one of his first books. And to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. Well, to celebrate Dr. Seuss's birthday, which is also like National Reading Day or something. It's like they uh, they the, came up with read this. Read Across America. What is it? Read Across America. It's Read Across America Day. And what they did was they decided Read Across America Day should coincide with the birthday of Dr. Theodore Geisel, Dr. Seuss. And it was fine and dandy for a while, but now in this politically correct woke environment, <laughs> Dr. Seuss is no longer is no longer an appropriate role model. And to celebrate Dr. Seuss's birthday today, several of his books are now going to go out of print, banned basically by the woke folk. They have decided that, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, if I ran the zoo, McCulligan's Pool, and a bunch of other books, will no longer be printed. This is Dr. Seuss's family and his heir, and the company that runs Seuss Enterprises, which still earns upwards of $30 million a year from printing and publishing and all that other kind of stuff. They've decided to, on their own accord, and because they were harassed and bullied by the woke folk, they have decided they will no longer carry several popular titles, including, by the way, and I don't know if you know this, but and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street was Dr. Seuss's first book, first book, an American classic. But one or two lines portray negative racial stereotypes. And so the book is going to it's dead. Basically, you can't you won't be able to find the book anywhere. I went on Amazon today to try to find a copy already out of print if you want a copy you've got those people those entrepreneurial capitalists out there they're trying to sell copies for eight nine hundred dollars because they know that they're going to be historical artifacts in just a couple days and i'm going to be honest with you i'm a big fan of dr seuss i always liked dr seuss i liked the way he just created words out of thin air it reminded me a lot of joe biden um and so i thought you know in honor of his birthday and because we're faced with this this whole wokeness, this idea of the woke folk who are canceling everything, I thought we should celebrate with a, a Dr. Seuss-style story about today's modern time. So, ladies and gentlemen, to celebrate the birthday of Dr. Seuss, everyone's favorite doctor, except maybe Dr. Phil or Dr. Oz, uh, I've written this story that I'd like to share with you today, and it's called The Woke Folk. Once in a land not too far away from me, lived a group of folks who thought and acted quite crazily. The woke folk, we called them, and not in a good way, they tried to cancel someone new each and every day. The woke folk were thin-skinned and easily offended. They hated free speech. They tried to have it suspended. And they were good at suppression. They often succeeded, especially when they didn't like a tweet someone had tweeted. They would gang up on a person and dox and berate them. They'd take to the streets to create utter mayhem. The woke folk hated history most. They tried to erase it. If a statue was erected, they would immediately deface it. It didn't matter that history was in the past and couldn't be changed. They'd fix it or nix it. They were totally deranged. But it's not just history and statues that the woke folk destroys. Also literature and mascots and books and kids' toys. The evidence they provide is mostly circumstantial, which doesn't matter when they set their sights on something to cancel. The woke folk mob strikes like a devastating tornado, canceling movies and syrup and even a plastic potato. When and where they'll strike next, nobody really knows. All we know is if unchecked, the woke folk's wokeness grows. And it grows and it grows and it grows, 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 grows. And if you think you've seen tra crazy, trust me, you ain't seen nothing yet. They'll cancel the sky for being too blue and the ocean for being too wet. They'll cancel the sun for being too bright. They'll cancel the clouds for, well, being too white. They'll cancel eating. They'll cancel drinking, just like they've canceled free thinking and speaking. And th just like they've canceled free speaking and thinking. And they'll cancel their father and brother and mother. And then one day the woke folk will start canceling each other. Jim will cancel Jane, Jane will cancel Jim, he will cancel her, she will cancel him. Like pronouns and genders, they will soon disappear. And where the world once stood, there will be nothing there. 
for the woke folk won't stop until everything is gone. You don't believe me? I'm nuts. You think that I'm wrong? Well, just ask yourself two questions. Question one, have you done or said something others don't approve of? Question two, do you really hate something that other folks love? If the answer is yes to question one or question two, then be careful because the woke folk might be coming for you. Love you, crazy. I love this show. Yeah, me too. We got a lot of say. happy birthday, Dr. Seuss. That's for you, buddy. A quick break. More of the Marcation. We got some phone calls. We got some open mic messages. We got a lot of packages we got to open today. We got a lot of packages for mail time. That's coming up. And in just a minute, I'm going to eat the whole sausage. Stay tuned. The Marcation continues right after this. <laughs> Marcation. My name is Marquet. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. I'm plugged in the wrong. There we go. Uh, it's been a crazy day. Crazy, hectic day so far today. It's all that we're getting all these birthday celebrations for Dr. Seuss we're trying to put together. We're also trying to make sure that we purge all of his books from our Marcation library. You know what we need? I want a Marcation library where every time a book is banned or every time a book is canceled, I want to uh, get a copy of it. And what we'll do is we'll only have books that are inappropriate or offensive or that have been canceled by cancel culture. So I don't even know what they are. I know like for a while, for a while, I think Huckleberry Finn and Tom Sawyer, uh, classics by Mark Twain were. I know that uh, a bunch of others, I think, gosh, what was the one? You know, and it's kind of a bummer because I remember one book was canceled that I had to read in, in high school and I hated it. And I was like, man, couldn't I have canceled it before I had to read it? But whatever, you know, and we'll get all these books. We'll get uh, so I think and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street and and whatever else we can find. And we'll put them all in a library and uh, and they'll live forever in infamy here in the well, it'll be in our office. Maybe one day we'll have our own studio and we can designate like one portion of it as uh, it'll be like the anti woke library. Where if you want to come in, I like that, and we can invite kids in to like we could read them all the books so that they're, they're never going like to read. So they're not like living that censored push yeah. life. Oh, that'd be great. We'll get a little reading nook, you know, and we'll get like a little chair, and all the kids can sit on bean bags, and we'll have cookies. And I love that. You like that idea? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and you can like dress up as an elf or whatever, like the book elf or something. The book elf. No, or you don't like, want to do depending that. Depending on the book that we're reading that day. Okay, perfect. Something like character related. Oh yeah, that's right. We could, oh, I, I'm loving this. I'm I love like, it. I think this is fantastic. We'll do. We'll we'll, we'll get to work on that right away. Also, uh, I'm editing up the sausage clips because Governor Cuomo was having a sausage party with a bunch of women and also his daughter, which is a little creepy. And we'll get to that here in just a minute. But first, uh, we got a couple. Uh, we got a couple phone calls we want to jump into. Wayne in Jacksonville. Hi, Wayne. How are you? Thanks so much for calling the Marque Show. I'm doing super, man. I mean, redfish, bluefish, one fish, two fish. I want you to tell you something. I've been raised on uh, Dr. Seuss. Oh, yeah. I've read, read, read it to my kids. I read it to my grandkids. And it, it's just great. I think you need to have a a uh, What the Bleak Dr. Seuss special this week just oh, because of that. It was awesome. That a, was awesome what you did. Oh, I appreciate that. No, I, as you can tell, I've always been a big fan myself. And I hate to see somebody... Who, and and here's the thing about Dr. Seuss. People are calling him racist and they're calling him, you know, they, all these terrible things. The guy is, I think, probably one of the most liberal writers in here. I mean, he went to an Ivy League school. He lived in the Northeast. He was very, I mean, he worked for the newspapers for a while. I don't know what these liberals want from each other, but they're starting to cancel. I mean, that's the thing. It's not like it's Don Jr., you know, it's not like they're saying Don Jr.'s new book, Triggered, is totally offensive and racist and we're not going to sell it on Amazon anymore. It's not like when they canceled Josh Hawley's book. I mean, we Simon & Schuster came in and said, um, we think that Josh Hawley, senator from Missouri, was one of the instigators and insurrectionists who encouraged these violent protesters to turn into attackers of democracy on January 6th. So we're going to cancel the contract for his book, uh, Tyrants of Tech or Tech Tyrants or whatever, the Tyranny of the Tech. Ironically, they canceled his book about the monopolization of information and the censorship by big tech it was really one of the dumbest things a company could ever do and simon and schuster they done did it well now josh hawley's book is getting printed by another company who understands uh freedom of speech and uh, and it'll come out in may in fact i've already i've already pre-ordered my copy we'll probably put that in the mark k library as well uh, of of anti wokeness, absolutely. Um, I think for sure we should do that. And and so what's going to happen is uh, where was it? Where was I going with this train of thought? Oh yeah, so, <laughs> sorry, I got my train got derailed. <laughs> 
So what's going to happen now is, I mean, you, you see that they're they're already starting to go after each other, just as we talked about in the poll. I mean, the book, I, that, that's not that's something that's being ripped from the headlines. They start attacking each other. The Democrats are attacking the Democrats. The liberals are attacking the liberals. The woke are attacking the less woke, not the not woke. They've always been attacking the not woke, not the anti woke. They're attacking the less woke. They're eating their own. And when you start eating your own, it's very difficult to reproduce. And when you can't reproduce, you become, become extinct. So maybe that's the answer. Maybe we just sit back relax, hide some Dr. Seuss books in the back closet until all this is over, and then we can all, we can bring them back out for everybody uh, to enjoy. 855-765-1045, 855-765-1045. Quick break. We'll get a, we got a couple more people here. Uh, where can I buy a copy of The Woke Folk? <laughs> uh, I'll, send my, I'll send you my Venmo. <laughs> Anita from North Carolina. Why are they, okay, we'll get into this a little bit more, and then we have to talk about Cuomo because this is this is a big problem for a couple reasons. Not just because the governor of New York is a lech and a liar and potentially a criminal who's responsible for the deaths of innocent people, but because nobody seems to really be paying it as much attention as they should, and they're not moving anywhere near as fast as they should be or would be if it were a Republican governor from a red state. All that more. Your phone calls, your open mics, mail time. It's the Marque Show. We'll be right back. 855-765-1045. All right, starting the Marque Library of Anti-Wokeness is going to be very difficult because these books are already out of stock. They're already, I went on, I went on Amazon to try to find, um, and to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street. It's gone. I went to Books a Million, somebody said. It's out of stock. We're, we're trying to hunt down these titles that have been, that are now, and again, it's not every Dr. Seuss book. Like, for example, um, you know, it's, uh, what is it? It's, it, it they, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Th- that's fine. You're, that, you're going to be able to get that forever. The Cat in the Hat, they haven't, uh, you know, the, the PETA people haven't come down on that yet. Why are you putting cats in hats? That's not that's not nice. And there's a bow tie. You could choke them. That hasn't come out yet. But uh, but it's just a couple of titles that they've started to they've started to announce are going out of print because they're offensive. And one of them is his first book, Dr. Seuss's first book. And to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street, which I found a copy of in Spanish, by the way. Um, so if if we want, we you can still buy y pensar que lo vi por la calle por venir, which I believe is the same thing. And Hannah had a great question. She said, when you read the book in Spanish, what was it? I was like, does it still make sense? Does it still rhyme? Does it still rhyme? Yeah. Yo no sé. Yo no sé. But it's El Primer Libro Infantil de Dr. Seuss. So that's very exciting. It's very I really exciting. I really like the wanna... accent with the Dr. Seuss. Dr. Seuss. <laughs> that's how you have to say. 855-765-1045. Jeff in Illinois. How you doing, Jeff? Good. How you doing, Mark? I'm doing great, man. What's up, Jeff? What do you want to say today, sir? Well, um been listening to you for a while now and uh love your show oh, so thank you. i gotta tell you that first but uh um i was just wondering are you gonna have a recording of the woke folk because that was awesome man oh i recorded well we've we record the entire yeah. show so if you go later on to uh you mean like an audio download that you can play in your car or something like that yeah, yeah. All right, we could do we could do an audio book. New number one hit single. You know, number one, you know it's so funny. This is so funny. You should. It's it's so funny you should say this because my wife and I were watching Sunday morning on um, I guess it was Sunday morning, and they had a segment with Lavar Burton. Do you know who Lavar Burton is from Reading Rainbow and from uh, Star Trek: The Next Generation and from Roots? Okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he played Jordy LaForge. Well, he's been hosting Reading Rainbow, and he has a new podcast. Get this, it's called. LeVar Burton reads and he literally just reads a book into a microphone and it's a huge and everybody loves listening to LeVar Burton read. So maybe we'll do that. Maybe we'll do some Marque audiobook collections and we'll start with uh, with the woke folk. Hey, thanks for the idea. I'm glad you enjoyed it. And thank you for listening to the show. Uh, EJ from Jacksonville. How you doing, EJ? Doing great, Matt. Listen, yeah, that was ingenious. Now, listen, you've oh. got to copyright it. Before you get canceled, okay? I got a co- <laughs> you got you got you've got to copyright it. But now, listen, yeah, we we, we got to get copies of this because we we all know woke folk, and we want to say it to them on the anniversaries, the <laughs> birthdays, and they will see a mirror image of how stupid they are. Okay, okay? Right, so you want this is great. So you want a copy of the woke folk? Not for yourself. You'd like to send it to the woke folk you know to kind of rub it in their face a little bit. Right, right. I love that idea. All right, EJ, I will de- here's the thing. After the show today, 
I have a dermatologist appointment. After that, I will dedicate the rest of my time today to putting together some kind of book that you can send to all of your woke friends, woke relatives, woke co-workers or co-wokers, whatever you want to call them. And, uh, and we'll do that for you, okay? And maybe they'll really wake up. Yeah, may, maybe. I doubt it, though. Unless maybe if you hit him really hard with the book. We'll make sure it's a hardcover. So you can, like, you know, just whack him whack. with it. Yeah. <laughs> 855-765-104. And this could be the first of many titles. For example, I already have an idea for my next book. You ready? All right. What is it? It's called You Have to Eat the Whole Sausage. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh. All right. So if you didn't hear what happened with Governor Cuomo from New York, this is important. This is really important. I want you to think about this through the prism of republicanism, through the prism of conservatism. I want you to listen to this story, and I want you to think what would happen if this were somebody who didn't have the last name Cuomo, but had the last name Trump. Didn't have the last name Cuomo, but had the last name DeSantis. Didn't have a D next to their name when you went to vote for them, but had a big R next to their name when you, when you went to vote for them. I want you to think about how different this story would be. Governor Cuomo we know, had this whole problem, the, the first of many scandals that started to really escalate and snowball and avalanche downhill was with the nursing homes and the COVID and how his COVID relief plan or his COVID uh, mitigation plan included keeping older people, elderly, the aged, who are also have the most comorbidities and are the most likely to perish from COVID-19, keeping them together with infected patients in New York. And when they started to die in great numbers, he realized that could be bad. So there's evidence alluding to the fact that he allegedly hid those numbers from official government reports, from official reports from the CDC and the WHIO or what. I mean, I don't even know. That thing, that's a radio station. That's our radio station. Radio, that's our radio station. <laughs> the WHO. WHIO is it? They were there they didn't go. get the reports either. So to, I mean, technically I was right. Uh, but he kept the reports from everybody. Now, through some of his officials and his secretaries and his assistants and some aldermen, we're starting to see the truth. We're starting to understand just how bad it was in New York and just what Governor Cuomo did to make sure people didn't didn't know. What a bad job he was doing. What a bad governor he was. In fact, he was writing books and selling them during the pandemic about leadership, books about how to lead during a pandemic while the pandemic was going on. And while people in his in his district, in his constituency, in his state were dying by the tens of thousands, he thought this is a great time to cash in on the knowledge I've learned. He also came up with a map claiming they were over the hump. This was months ago. The hump, the hump skyrocketed after this map was published and then to add insult to even more injury, his press conferences, his daily press conferences, which he called to discuss COVID-19 and, and what they were doing to fight COVID-19 and help people in, the, in New York and how they, they had to lock down the restaurants, how they had to put these restaurant owners out of business, put them on the brink of bankruptcy. They had to shut down the city. They had to shut down tourism and hotels and Broadway will be shut down until 2022. They had to make New York City into this boarded up ghost town. In the midst of all this, and he had these press conferences explaining why it was good. He was given an Emmy Award by the Academy of Television Arts and Sciences for his televised press conferences. Donald Trump was not given an Emmy Award for his press conferences. And I'm going to be honest with you, Donald Trump's press conferences were way more interesting, way more entertaining than anything Governor Cuomo ever presented. So that was the first scandal. The second scandal came when we started to realize the truth. And then we realized not only did he hide it, but he threatened aldermen and other ele elected officials. He threatened them. And he said, hey. If you do, I called one up, called one guy up and said, if you say anything, I will ruin you. I will ruin you. While he was bathing his kid, he said, you need to go out there now, not tomorrow. You need to go out there now and you need to let everybody know that this is not what happens. You are lying, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden, it started to come out that this governor was not a super governor, that this governor was actually a big jerk bag and that he was a thug and that what he did, the way he governed was not just bad for the people that he was governing, but it was also something that was was detrimental and harmful and scary to the people he governed. In fact, Bill de Blasio said, oh, everybody's gotten one of these calls where he threatens you and yells at you and screams at you. I mean, that's what he say. That was just. 
That was classic Cuomo. Have you ever heard of anything like that from Governor Cuomo? Has he have you ever spoken with him and anything like that happened? Yeah, it's a sad thing to say, Mika, but that's classic Andrew Cuomo. Classic Andrew Cuomo, C-A-C. And now, as if that weren't enough to get an investigation, as if lying about deaths and if about you know your, your, your bad policies having people killed in New York City, if, if that wasn't bad enough to have Andrew Cuomo removed from office, here come the sex scandals. Here come the stories of his lecherous behavior and his sexual misconduct and his predatory nature. Here comes not one, not two, but three women who've come forward and said they were sexually harassed by the governor, sexually harassed in some sort of position where they were working with him or for him or in conjunction with him. And one woman has a selfie of him grabbing her face and demanding a kiss. Another woman has a video that was released where he tells her she has to eat the whole sausage. And if you haven't seen or heard that video yet, don't worry. I got it for you. And we're going to play it right after this. 855-765-1045. Quick break. More of the Marque Show coming up. Okay, show. My name is Mark K. 855-765-1045 is our number. We're going to play you the uh, you got to eat the whole sausage clip here in just a minute because that's that's really that's going to be the new motto of New York City is welcome to New York. You got to eat the whole sausage <laughs> or I want to see what is it? He said, well, we'll say it. We'll play it here. I think he said, I want to see you eat the whole sausage. It was something creepy. Was, I don't either know. way. And he did it in front of his daughter, which we'll get to in just a minute. First, though, Josh says, take Vanessa, uh, who's calling in from Jack's Beach. Vanessa, good morning. Hi, thanks for calling the Mark K show. Hi, good morning, Mark. Oh, good morning, Vanessa. What's going on? What do you want to say today? I was just wanting to let you know that I went out and I got about six copies of Then to Think I Saw It on Mulberry Street today <gasps> um, because I refused for uh, cancel culture to happen, especially yeah. with such classic books like that. That's great. You and, got six of them. Wow. Yeah, I did. They were at 2nd and Charles. I went to Barnes & Noble first, and they didn't have any. Oh, yeah. So, and, um, yeah, so I've got one, and I'm going to also do a copy. I think it has, like, all of them have, like, a kid's name written on them because they are used. But, oh, that's um, fine. No, I'm I'm okay with kids' yeah. names. And you, that's great. Oh, you know what? I will. I'll trade you a. What do we have of value? We have nothing of value. A how about a, bag. How about a Mark K show prize pack? That's no. That's fine. He ended up get with stickers a while ago, and I'm I'm totally been happy oh, with those. Oh, it's that Vanessa. Um, what's up, girl? Oh, what's it's, up? Uh, hey, Hannah. Oh. All right. Well, Hannah, we appreciate. Oh, thank you so much. We appreciate. It. We'll put it in a place of honor. We'll keep it locked up so that it's nice and safe. And we will, uh, and we'll, we'll, uh, we appreciate everything you can do to help us build our anti wokeness library. Thank you for all you do, Mark. Oh, I love your show. Oh, Vanessa, thank you so. Oh man, that is so nice. Damn, I'm so glad you gave her those stickers. I know. Remember when I asked you for them? Yeah, that's great. All right, perfect. Thank you, Vanessa. If any, I went online, and I'm, like, I, you can't find these books anywhere. If I ran the zoo is another one, and I went on Amazon, Amazon.com hardcover. There's one available, fifteen hundred dollars. $1,500 this book is today because people now know it's out of print. Trump change. <laughs> yeah, Let's do this. Are uh, you in? I don't know. We need a couple a more. We need a couple more fake Josh super chats. It's an investment. Uh, Josh said he has a bunch of these books. I'll tell you what. I wouldn't advertise that, though, because you you got to lock them up with your guns and ammo now, too. Oh, that's, yeah. That's something people will go after. Gotta, yeah, oh, yeah. $1,500? Yeah. I mean, 100%. come on. Inside my safe is guns, ammo, and six copies of Dr. Seuss books. <laughs> my Man, prized possessions. Leave the cash. Leave the art. Grab the Mulberry Street. Let's get out of here. You're going to have to have, like, basically like a vault for your new library. Yeah, it's going to have to true. be, like, uh, in that show, You. Oh, you and know? we're going to have, dude, we're going to have lasers pointed at it. So if somebody crosses the laser. You have to, like, throw flour the in the air to see the laser. Absolutely. <laughs> 855-765-1045 is our number. All right, back to Cuomo. So Governor Andrew Cuomo, not just a terrible governor, not just somebody who's egomaniacal and crazy, but also a lech. Also somebody who does not really uh, does not really respect women the way you would think a man in his position would respect women, or maybe exactly the way you think you would respect women, which is not at all. And one of the videos that's coming out, and this is the great thing about living in this time period, is that we have videos and we have photos and we have all this documentation of how sleazy somebody can be. 
and there's this gathering. It's some kind of it's some kind of gathering. Of, he's at a table. It's a round table, and there's other politicians with him. And there's a woman uh, who's taking video of him, and he's talking to her. They're all eating these sandwiches. Apparently, it's some kind of sausage sandwich fest or sausage party and there's a big it's like a hoagie with a long i don't know if it's an italian sausage i imagine since it's governor cuomo it's italian could be polska kielbasa who knows but it's an it's a sausage in a roll and he says to her something like you think you could eat the whole sandwich and she's like i think i could eat the whole sandwich and then he calls the i mean i'm just i'm paraphrasing i was just I think I could eat the whole sandwich. I think so. I think I could. So what? Anyway, this is this is the setup. And then he calls the waiter over. And again, he's in some like cap, like ballroom or whatever. Mm-hmm. Calls the waiter over and whispers something to the waiter and points to the lady. And then you see video of the lady. She the waiter brings her the whole sausage sandwich. Yeah, a plate. He sounds like a mob boss. He really is. Like, hey, get over the whole sausage over there. Pronto, stat. Let's get her. Yeah. So then she takes the sandwich and she looks at him and he says this. Wait, hold on. Let me turn it on. So you can I don't know if I should eat the whole sausage in front of you. Hang on, wait. Here it is. Ooh. Oh, yeah. Hold on. Wait, here we go. I don't know if I should eat the whole sausage in front of you, but I'm done. Shoot. I ruined this whole thing. Harry, listen carefully. Here it is from the beginning. I don't know if I should eat the whole sausage in front of you, but I'm definitely going to eat it. He says, I want you to eat the whole sausage. And then she goes, I don't know. I could eat the whole sausage in front of you. And he goes, the whole thing. Mm. And then the guy next to him says, you better eat the sausage because, you know, it's the governor. And he'll he'll have you he'll take care of you just like he did the uh, the alderman that he called and threatened um, at eight o'clock at night. And then the lady comes over because this was his entree. This was how he began the flirtation, sending a lady a big sausage sandwich, because what lady doesn't get totally and immediately attracted to a guy who sends her a big sausage? She comes and she sits down next to him and he introduces her around the table. This is where it gets really creepy. Listen to this. This is what he says next. My daughter, Michaela. Hello. He introduces sausage lady to his daughter, Michaela, who's sitting right next to him, watching her dad harass this woman with a large piece of spicy Italian meat. I mean, it, there has this guy have no does he have no shame? Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Quick break. More. From the Sausage Party, coming up next on the Marquee Show. BT Dubs, Kaylee McEnany, former White House press secretary, is giving her first interview right now on the Faulkner Focus on uh, Fox News. And that's her first interview since leaving office January the 20th. We will, um, we'll, you know, we'll listen to that later today. We'll cut up. We'll have that for you tomorrow, I'm sure. And also tomorrow is whatever you want Wednesday. So whatever you want to talk about on Wednesdays, that's what we do. We just we just open up the phone lines. We open up the open mics. If you want to DM us something, it's your day to say this is what my concern is. My concern is that I don't have any COVID relief money yet, or my concern is that they're trying to jam through all this all this pork unnecessary spending and kickbacks and benefits to their donors in this 1.9 trillion dollar COVID relief package. I have a big concern about the voting rights that they're trying to federalize. They're trying to federalize elections when clearly the Constitution says, hey, you know what? The uh, the the states and the state legislatures are responsible for running elections, not the federal government. Maybe you're concerned about your guns and what's going to happen to them under Joe Biden. Maybe you're concerned about all of the social uh, you know, programs and the political correctness that's ruining America, like Dr. Seuss. Maybe you're worried about the border. It doesn't matter. Maybe you have concerns about something we haven't even mentioned or even thought of. Tomorrow's your day, whatever you want Wednesday. Today, however, we're talking about eating the sausage. I don't know if I should eat the whole sausage in front of you, but I'm definitely going to eat it. Yeah, I want to see you eat the whole sausage. Now, again, in my, in that position, I would have acted much differently. I would have been like, dude, I am going to eat this whole, and I may even eat your sausage as well. If there's an extra sausage, bring it on, because... I'm a big fan of sausage, uh, but it, it truly it, it's meant here to be a sexual advance, some kind of some kind of, uh, you know, innuendo, if you will. And um, and that's why it's, you know, caused the governor to um, land in hot water. Also, because there's other allegations from other women reporters and people that worked with him of his lechery and his his disgusting comments and actions toward female underlings. And that's not that's a big no, no in any office building. We know all about that. But it's a really big no, no when you are governor of the state of New York. And again, oh, also, and when your daughter's sitting right there. My daughter, Michaela. Hello. My daughter, Michaela. This is the hot lady who I just said needs to eat the whole sausage in front of me. 
Meet my daughter, Michaela. By Michaela. Guy ever says that to you, you let me know. I'm going to whack him. You'll be dead. You got me dead. Dead. You have a guy ever says that to you, you give me his name and I'm going to be dead. Anyway, eat that whole sausage, pretty lady. Come on. Show my daughter how it's done. That's basic. And again, that's off script. That didn't happen. I'm just saying that's in my mind how it would have played out had we seen more of the video. 855-765-1045. Terry in Alabama. Thank you so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you doing, Terry? All right. How you doing, Mark? Oh, doing great. Doing great. Thanks so much for asking. What did you want to say, sir? Uh, yes, I just want to say, th- first of all, thank you for having me on, on the show. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah uh, yes, what, what gets me is the double standard, uh, of, you know, of the Democrat and Republican. How, you know, Kamala Harris, she hadn't even, you know, she's just keeping quiet, and all these other people are keeping quiet. Yeah. And, and and the man's guilty of sin, you know. If he had any kind of character about him, he would resign. He would uh, 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 give an apology for the people that died in the nursing home scandal. He would, you know, he would say something to these women and give them an apology. Sexual harassment, you know, that's that's uh, that's that's out of the league, and that, you know, for him to get away with this stuff, it, it just kills me, bro. Yeah, well, I mean, he may not get away with it. This is why it's interesting because, and again, the Democrats have made their party so politically correct. They've made it so. You know, anytime you do anything, you're walking on on broken glass. It's 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 very treacherous to be a Democrat and be a man, a white man, especially in politics, because odds are you've done something that the Democrats now will cancel you for. And that's why a lot of the Democrats now are forced. They're forced to come out against Governor Cuomo, who they wouldn't dream of coming out again. I mean, this guy could have this guy could have done anything and they would have protected him. He's like Bill Clinton. You know, he's like he was one of those, the, you know, the Cuomo name holds so much weight in New York and in politics. His dad was the governor. Cuomo's also on. the And don't forget about the CNN. Chris Cuomo is a huge ally, not just for his brother, duh, but for the entire left wing of the Democrat Party. So they really had I mean, they had the one two punch. They ran New York State. They ran CNN. Uh, bada bing, bada boom. You know, they had, I'm sure, waste management going on, whatever. So it was a really powerful ally. But now it's gotten to the point where the Democrats cannot pretend that these accusations are okay. The Democrats cannot let this get by. And if it means taking down one of their most popular governors, one of their biggest allies and assets, somebody they thought was going to be potentially a presidential contender in 2020. Well, let's face it, probably 2024, because we don't know how long the current president's going to last. But eventually in the future, he would be he would be primed for a presidential bid. Um, now he's going to go, he's, you know, he's going to be thrown into the into the dustbin, into the the dumpster of of Democratic Democratic has beens who's been tarnished by his own uh, masculinity. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. All I know is if somebody's not already making T-shirts that say, I want to see you eat the whole sausage. Uh, I'm I'm my whole faith in humanity has been uh, has been destroyed. Eight, five, five, seven, six, five, one, oh, four, five. Lenny in Delray. How you doing, Lenny? Thanks for calling the Mark K show. Uh, good morning, Mark. God bless. How God you bless doing? You. I'm doing great, Lenny. Thanks so much for asking. What do you want to say today, sir? Well, I you know, you, you're talking about Cuomo and uh, the last time. Actually, the last time I was able to get through was in, in the, uh, back in January. Yeah. Um, my wife and I. Uh, we lived we lived in New York yeah. all our lives, and um, I had my own business for thirty years. No, I remember. I remember York. you telling me, yeah, you came down from New York because it was just so bad there. You were you were going out of business. You had to you had to come down here in Florida. How are things treating you now that you've left Cuomo Land? Well, actually, you know, you, we we got the call got cut in mid you know mid call, and you you were explaining how the, the lifestyle down here is so much better than New York. Yeah. And, um, it, again, it's amazing what Cuomo and de Blasio did in, in the destruction of, of New York and, and everything that's happening right now, as far as this, this, this sex scandal and everything else, that's, that's, you know, that's, as it's nothing, you you even mentioned if if it, if it was a Republican, if it was Trump, yeah. if it was Ron DeSantis, you know, 
Yeah, hang on, Lenny, we're having a we're having trouble with your line. But yeah, you're absolutely right. The, the I mean, it, and I wish everybody could come to Florida and visit and walk around and go to the restaurants and go to the stores and see the kids in schools and go to a you know a baseball game or the Super Bowl, whatever it is. You want to go is fishing with a with a group of friends? No problem. You can do that here. And not only that, but you won't die. And not only that, but you don't have to worry about the governor hitting on your wife while you're here. So there's a lot of things about Florida that are, I mean, it's almost the anti-New York. And that's a really good thing. And until people come down here and experience it for themselves, they, uh, you know, they, they just don't fully understand it. 855-765-1045. Thanks so much for the call, Lenny. We appreciate it. Um, 855-765-1045. Quick break. We got a lot more to talk about. We've got some mail, to, a lot of packages today to open up. And uh, and we'll, uh, you know, if you want to hear that woke folk, maybe we'll play that back for you here again before we leave in case you missed it. 855-765-1045. Stay tuned. More of the Marque Show on the way. This is the Marque Show. My name is Marque. 855-765-1045 is the number. 855-765-1045. If, you know what, if, it, if, I, if I weren't fasting, I would really attempt to eat the whole sausage. In fact, I would bring in sausages tomorrow, except Hannah's fasting, I'm fasting, and Josh, for whatever reason, is a vegan this week. It's real weird. So uh, how much longer are you going to be a vegan, by the way? Is that like a forever thing now, or is it just temporary veganism? Well, I thought he was just vegetarian. What is the... I don't even know. Yeah, we're just doing the vegetarian thing. We're still eating the eggs and the milk and the cheese. Oh. Okay, all right. But we're just uh, trying it out. It's been since the first of the year. How do you feel? Do you feel weird? I feel fine, yeah. You feel fine? Yeah, yeah it's not weird. No, I feel good. Okay, all right. Same, same as before. Are you going to go back to eating meat? I, I assume. I yeah. don't know. You just don't know when. Yeah, my wife makes the food, so whenever she's done, I guess I'll be done. All right, so no, so just whatever you want. So let me ask you this. What if I brought in a whole sausage tomorrow and <laughs> demanded you eat the whole sausage? I would uh, break your commands. You wouldn't be able to yeah. eat meat. What if I told you it was fake meat? What if we got like, <laughs> like some tofu sausage? Oh, Can you eat tofu sausage? I mean, I'll eat anything, yeah. Could you eat well, a almost. whole tofu sausage? Probably, It'd be yeah. kind of mushy, though, wouldn't it? I don't know. They have, I, don't I know. have pretty they low have... standards. I yeah. can eat pretty much anything. Yeah. I've seen Josh eat some pretty When it comes to food, things, yeah, yeah. I, I just shove it right in. <laughs> to me, it's just really weird that you're a vegetarian right now, considering what you did at that. Uh... When we went to Fogo de Chao and you ate an entire oh, yeah. uh, like stick of beef. I put of down meat. some beef that day. Yeah, he really did. We, I mean, we ate probably cumulatively 10 pounds of beef between six people. Eight of those were consumed by Josh. 100%. Yep. So yep, you've yep, had, yep. I mean, you've had enough meat to last a lifetime. Yeah, I'm good. All right. Uh, eight five five seven six five. 1045. I'll take a couple more uh, a couple more uh, Cuomo calls. This is Chris in Waco, Texas. Hi, Chris. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Oh, I'm doing, doing good. I'm doing great, Chris. Thanks for asking. What did you want to say today, sir? Okay, so about this Cuomo thing, you know, yeah. you've got this governor in uh, New York that decides, hey, let's put all of our virus-infected people in with our elderly. <laughs> right. Because that's a genius idea, right? Sure, yeah. That would that would be like me asking my eight year old to drive me to the hospital whenever my wife is sitting right next to me. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> so, anyways, this but, brilliant idea. Yeah. And then uh, and then the elderly, uh, you know, the, the the death rates of the coronavirus skyrocket, and it makes Trump look like he doesn't know what he's doing. Would it be so hard to believe? You know, and Biden and Cuomo are like two peas in the pod, and Biden has had his VP connections back whenever he was VP, and he knows China. So would it be so difficult that Biden knew about this virus and kind of pushed this agenda to Cuomo to, hey, do this really ridiculous thing to kind of increase the death rates and scare Americans? You know, I don't I don't know that Joe Biden thinks that far in advance. I mean, I think I think Joe Biden puts on one shoe and goes, what's next? Um, so I'm not sure that he's got the mental capacity to 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 come up with that kind of a dastardly deed. I mean, I wouldn't put it past some other people, but. Here, you know, here's the thing. It, when you look at the COVID virus and coronavirus, I think really early on, the governors realized that they were to blame. And I think a lot of the Democrats decided to clamp down and and keep everybody at home. And they thought that was the answer when it turned out not to be the answer, when it turned out to just not ruin people's lives, but also their their livelihoods. Then I think they panicked. And I think Governor Cuomo panicked and said, well, I've already ruined the economy. I've got all these businesses moving out of state. New York's going broke slowly. And on top of that, I'm killing old people. Well, I, maybe I can cover up how many old people I've actually killed, and that'll make me look like less of a horrible person. I think maybe that's it. But you could be right. There could be some kind of 
some kind of plan to make Donald Trump look bad. I mean, they've done other they've they've made even worse things uh, happen to make Donald Trump look bad. But, you know, and it's interesting you bring up Joe Biden, because look at the difference between Andrew Cuomo and Joe Biden and how this is being handled. You've got the media, a lot of people openly calling for the governor to resign. You've got Democrats turning on their own, openly calling for the governor to resign. Democratic representatives in New York, other Democratic governors, Democratic, you know, senators. People are saying this guy's got to go. Bill de Blasio throwing him under the bus, saying that's classic Cuomo. Mika, but that's classic Andrew Cuomo. I mean, you've got the Democrat mayor of New York City turning on the Democrat governor of New York State. It's utter chaos in the party. But look at how different it is than the Joe Biden situation. Joe Biden, not such a nice guy either. Joe Biden sees a woman and he smells her whether she wants to be smelled or not. Joe Biden rubs your wife's shoulders. He doesn't care how long you've been married. He doesn't ask permission. He doesn't even beg forgiveness. Tara Reid in April of 2019 said Biden touched her in ways that made her feel uncomfortable while she worked in his Senate office in 1993. Mika Brzezinski probed that for like a day or so and then dropped it. Lucy Flores alleged in March 2019 that Biden grabbed her shoulders from behind and kissed the back of her head without her consent in 2014. Allie Cole, a former Democrat staffer, told The Washington Post in 2019 that when she met Joe Biden in 2008, he complimented her smile, squeezed her shoulders and held her for a beat too long. That's a direct quote. All of this, by the way, coming from Business Insider, which is outlined. There's more. We're running out of time, but there's a whole there's Amy Stokes. There's Caitlin Caruso. There's D.J. Hill. There's so many women over a 40 year span who have said Joe Biden is gross. Joe Biden's a lech. He touched me. He groped me. He smelled me. He tried to do this to me. He did not have my consent. And what did they do? They made the guy the nominee and they ignored it all. And now he's the president of the United States. Andrew Cuomo, he's getting the shaft, man. Andrew Cuomo probably thought, well, they'll protect me the way they're protecting Biden. I mean, I guess I guess they draw the line. I guess it's okay to grab somebody and massage their shoulders and sniff them inappropriately. But when you tell when you demand that they eat the whole sausage, that's it. You've crossed the line. I'm not going to eat the whole sausage in front of you, but I'm definitely going to eat it. I'll tell you what, if you can't eat it in front of me, you're welcome to eat it behind me. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. Quick break. More of the Mark K show. That hurt my throat. On the way. Stay tuned. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five is our number. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. When we, if we ever get our own studio, I want to get, uh, I want to get a vanity number, and I want it to be eight five five seven six five. Per 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 per. Which I think would be great. Well, that was perfect. I forgot to tell you, by the way, my son had a golf tournament last weekend. Okay. And every time a kid hit par, I would go to, I would go, par, 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 par. And everyone looked at me like I was, a, they were like, could you please be quiet? You're scaring the children. There were, few, there were people on the stream that say, like, every time I do something good, I go, Yeah, that's exactly right. 855-765-1045. Before we get to mail time, we have a couple more calls about Cuomo that we need to take. This is Eric. Eric, thanks so much for calling the Mark K Show. How are you? I'm doing great, Mark. My wife is now addicted to watching your show on her phone at night when oh. she gets out of work. Oh, that's cruel. We'll tell she's her. A former, she, she voted for John Kerry and Edwards, believe oh. it or not. She, you, you've helped convert her. Well, I do. Job. I'm so glad that, you know, together you yeah. and I were able to, to help your wife. That's great. <laughs> yeah, but no sausage, okay? No, no, no. I'm not, so, not uh, at all. <laughs> so I grew up, I grew up in, I spent the first 40 years of my life in a town called Lodi, New Jersey, land yeah. of distinguished Italians. I grew up around Cuomo's every day of my life. Sure. And, and de Blasio's right. That's typical Cuomo. If, um, I know you're real good at, at uh, YouTube searches. His brother was at a club. Looks like he was mildly intoxicated and some young kid in honor of Rush, some young kid said, Hey, Fredo, how yeah. you doing? Cuomo lost it. Hey, hey, how about I punch you in the face? How you doing? Your Italian impersonation is pretty damn good, by Thank the way. Thank you. But, I appreciate it. Hey, that. hey, that's a racial slur. What are you trying to do? How about I beat your ass? I grew up around. He ain't impressing anybody, but yeah. he should go too. He, he should uh, go. He threatened. He's a mama Luke. He, th- <laughs> he threatened to throw the guy down the stairs, the effing stairs yes. as well. 
Um, that was yeah, a that so was a well CNN. They've oh, listen. What's it's it's an anger management. They they love that. I mean, they eat that kind of thing up. They think having they thought having a Cuomo on TV was a golden ticket, and for a long time it was. Um, now he can't even talk about it. They've they've kept Chris Cuomo off the air talking about his brother, which makes the whole network look ridiculous because he's on at nine o'clock at night, prime time, and while everyone else can talk about Chris Cuomo, uh, Andrew Cuomo rather, Chris Cuomo can't. So yesterday, for example, he spent the entire time just stroking Don Lemon ego and wishing him a happy birthday because apparently it was Don Lemon's birthday, which I guess a couple, a handful of people talked about or cared about. So it's really, it's really a detriment to them to have the brother of one of their superstars embroiled in a controversy that their superstar can't talk about because they're brothers. But Eric, I appreciate your calling and, and t thank your wife for watching too. There, there's a worse part to CNN. Don Lemon thought a 747 disappeared into a black hole. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> I know that was a hole, though. We don't want to. We don't want to say black hole because that's racist. Anyway, uh, thanks so much for the call. We appreciate it. Eight five five seven six five one zero four five. All right, ladies and gentlemen. You already know what time it is. It's the Mark K Show Mail Time. Now wait no further. It's your host. Mark <laughs> All right. Uh, we, now, as often happens, we get a lot of boxes and packages and letters and things, and mostly they're for me, which is great. Sometimes they're not for me, which is okay too. Which is better. And uh, <laughs> today, Josh got one, and it was there was an instruction for you to open it in your little in your little studio over there because they knew that on Tuesdays Josh is in the boardroom. So why and is it your little? Well, it's Vanished smaller. Baby studio it's over smaller there. Smaller than the when studio. Can grow we're up in. and be a real studio. Maybe, maybe <laughs> if it eats it's all its vegetables, which apparently you are. So. Uh, what is the package say, Josh? Uh, it says Tuesday mail hyphen for Josh comma when he's bored in the box. Yeah. Are you bored in the box? <laughs> yeah. Are you All right. Bored well, in open the it. Open it. Today's, today's Tuesday. Today's Tuesday. Yeah. Today's Tuesday. You're bored in the box. Open it up and let us know bored what's inside. Bored in the box. Is it the song I was thinking of? <laughs> Good ASMR. What is it? I, it sounds fun. Is it a baby rattle? It might be. For your baby studio? Goo, goo gaga? I don't know. What is it? Is it a maraca? I don't know. It's a oh, Water it's... Games <gasps> Aqua Jus. Oh, I love those. It's one of those. You have to put water. Have you never seen those? No. Oh You've never God. seen one? It's, it's a way harder game. without water. You put the water in it, and then you hit the buttons in the little, is it little rings that have to go on hooks? It's little balls. Yeah. Yeah. Little balls. Yeah, they're little, like, uh, little yellow balls, hooks? little green balls, little balls that are blue. Right. And then you put all those balls in the little... Things, yeah. Right? If you fill it up with water, it looks like, and then you put it inside the pelican's mouth. Oh, I'm so jealous. That's fun. I'm so jealous. That's great. Who's that from? Uh, I don't think it says. Oh. oh, wait. It might say. Does it have one of those little Amazon things on the inside? Uh, nope. Okay, great. Well, thank you, <laughs> Thank whoever. you. But you know who you are, whoever, and thank you, you. Yeah, whoever. Oh, there's another one. Hold on. Oh, there's more in there. Yeah. What? Oh. Oh, from Stacy and Jack. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Stacy and Jack you, from yeah. the YouTube. That's fantastic. That'll keep Josh occupied. He'll play with the water and the balls and the pelicans and things like that. Do you have any keys? <laughs> I'm okay. done with you. All right. Next up, this is from uh, Cantrell in uh, Manhattan, Montana. Okay, you can uh, you can you can stop that. And look, it's bumper stickers of Ronald Reagan. It says, "If we ever forget that we are one nation under God, then we will be a nation gone under." Government first. Government's first duty is to protect the people, not ruin their lives. Both great sentiments. Thank you so much. And then there's a really long letter uh, about the Antichrist. Great. So we'll read that off the air and we'll report back. Thank you so much, uh, Barbara Cantrell. We appreciate it. All right. Next up, this is from Lynn King. Okay. Lynn King. <laughs> you got to put water in it. I was just shaking it. I'm like, put some yeah, water in it. Yeah, this is like a little harder it's like than I thought it would be. like a child with like a new toy. How does it work? Lynn King is in Sioux City, Iowa, or is it Sac? It's Sac City, Iowa. No, Sioux is City. Is it S I O U S? No, it's S A C. Is it S A C? Oh. Is there a Sac City and a Sioux City? Wow, there's a lot of cities. This says Mark, Hannah, Josh. Oh, it's so for all three of us. for me. All right, here we go. And I'm opening the little card, and the little card says it's polka dotted, oh, and it says Mark, Hannah, and Josh sending some love from Iowa. Please enjoy our beer, bread, and dips. Ooh. Shut up. From our small I get the first one. town of Sac City in northwestern Iowa. We're also famous for the world's largest popcorn ball. I knew I knew Sac City for something. Popcorn balls? Uh, there's a beer bread mix for each of you and, le dip, and the dips that y'all can fight over. 
Well, we won't be fighting. Okay. I'll, I'll just take those. Here's, look at this. It's oh, your mouth. Here's some beer bread for you. Oh. Josh, this is for you. Got it. My headphones. There's flour okay, everywhere. Good. Oh, you make it. That's is, cool. Yeah, you know, you got to make it. Look, and here's some a party dip. Oh, ultimate BLT, sweet and savory spinach. Oh, my gosh, there's a ton of dips. Parmesan. There's a lot of dips. All right, this That's is great. Nice. Go, gr- grab some dips that you want. And then we'll uh, and then we'll fight over the rest of them. Thank you so much. We appreciate that. Is so nice. That's that is very so nice. Cool. People Thank always you. send us food when we're fasting. Mm. Yeah, it's really off. Mm. All right, and then our last one today is from Scott in Deltona, Florida, and it says Mark K Show. So Mark K Show. Oh, here we go. Look. Oh, it's got these little. I love these packing peanuts. Those are my favorite. They're so bad for the environment, but who cares, Uh, right? Time to set the record straight, Mark. The Mark K Show, made in the USA, right here in Florida. And there's a well-taped letter, which looks like it's very important, and they didn't want anyone reading. It says, info page. Oh, there's a. this is going to be more reading for me. Uh, Let's see. Oh, there's a lot of... There's a lot of letters, pages here. Hey, Mark, Hannah, and Josh. Great show. Well, Mark, you keep calling people out that, uh, that... You keep calling people out that great. You remind me of Rush L. Rest in peace, Rush. But, Mark, you keep putting your foot in your mouth when you say that there is no more made-in-the-USA coffee cups, teacups, beer steins, mugs, or cups. I've got 30,000 ceramic mugs because of China virus, COVID-19, whatever you want to call it. I call it the hell that has taken everything from me. Almost everything. I have over eight. So these, I believe, are probably coffee cups. Ooh. Look at this. All you right, know you I love me some coffee cups. This is for Hannah. Does it say that? It says for Hannah. Oh. Which Hannah? And it's a, the one, the, the one, what's happening there? The That's probably the, the, the me, robotic Hannah, Hannah talking about. The one about. sitting next to me. This is, look, uh, it's well Don't packaged. Don't hurt my cup. Why would I hurt your cup? Uh, you were stabbing at it. I'm trying, well, <laughs> it's well, it's like, it's well packaged. Hold on, I think I got it. Here we go, look. This one says... Oh, my God. Oh, it's okay. You have to unwrap it. Okay. It should say it. troll hunter or something. Do you Josh, know that? What is happening? Josh, I have a cup for you as well. Do you want to know what yours says? Yeah, I do. It says white boy. Oh, good. Is it really? <laughs> Jeez. According to the side that of it. That could be either one of us, though. No, it says Josh, white boy. Oh, got it. And then mine says, mine says... Gene? Mine does say Troll Hunter. Does it say Troll Hunter? Oh, look at that. It's so That's cute. That's pretty sick. It's like a, this is good because I can't have coffee, but I think I could have this much coffee. Yeah, it's like a little time. This is great. Guys, thank you so much for all these packages today. Thanks for the water game. Thanks for the coffee cups. Thanks for everything. Uh, if you want to send us something, well, here's Hannah to tell you how to do it. Wait a minute. Where where were you? Where'd you go? I thought you were right oh, here a minute ago. Yeah, here we go. Ready? Go now. Yeah. Ready? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, here we go. If you want to send us something, go ahead and send that Those to 11700 yeah. Central Parkway, Jacksonville, Florida, 32224. Y'all come back now. You yeah, hear? This is where we go to break. Yeah, yeah go to break. This is the Marquee Show. My name is Marquee. 855-765-1045 is our number. 855-765-1045 uh, is our number. And we don't have a lot of time left, but we've been getting a lot of requests. For the uh, the woke folk, which was our tribute to Dr. Seuss, who on his birthday today was canceled. Canceled. They decided, hey, let's celebrate Dr. Seuss's birthday by calling him a racist and saying we're not going to print any more of these books. They're not the I, and so I to think that I saw it on Mulberry Street or McElligot's Pool or if I ran the zoo. So in honor of Dr. Seuss being canceled, I wrote a cancel culture book in the style of Dr. Seuss. I've written a story that I'd like to share with you today, and it's called. The Woke Folk. Once in a land not too far away from me lived a group of folks who thought and acted quite crazily. The Woke Folk, we called them, and not in a good way. They tried to cancel someone new each and every day. The Woke Folk were thin-skinned and easily offended. They hated free speech. They tried to have it suspended. And they were good at suppression. They often succeeded, especially when they didn't like a tweet someone had tweeted. They would gang up on a person and dox and berate them. They'd take to the streets to create utter mayhem. The woke folk hated history most. They tried to erase it. If a statue was erected, they would immediately deface it. It didn't matter that history was in the past and couldn't be changed. They'd fix it or nix it. They were totally deranged. 
But it's not just history and statues that the woke folk destroys. Also literature and mascots and books and kids' toys. The evidence they provide is mostly circumstantial, which doesn't matter when they set their sights on something to cancel. The woke folk mob strikes like a devastating tornado, canceling movies and syrup and even a plastic potato. When and where they'll strike next, nobody really knows. All we know is if unchecked, the woke folks' wokeness grows. And it grows and it grows and it grows, 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 grows. And if you think you've seen tra crazy, trust me, you ain't seen nothing yet. They'll cancel the sky for being too blue and the ocean for being too wet. They'll cancel the sun for being too bright. They'll cancel the clouds for, well, being too white. They'll cancel eating. They'll cancel drinking, just like they've canceled free speaking and thinking. And they'll cancel their father and brother and mother. And then one day the woke folk will start canceling each other. Jim will cancel Jane. Jane will cancel Jim. He will cancel her. She will cancel him. Like pronouns and genders, they will soon disappear. And where the world once stood, there will be nothing there. For the woke folk won't stop until everything is gone. You don't believe me? I'm nuts. You think that I'm wrong? Well, just ask yourself two questions. Question one, have you done or said something others don't approve of? Question two, do you really hate something that other folks love? If the answer is yes to question one or question two, then be careful because the woke folk might be coming for you. Oh, thanks, man. Too bad it's over. We'll be back tomorrow with whatever you want Wednesday. If there's something you want to talk about, leave us an open mic message right now. And be sure to call us tomorrow. We'll be back at 10 a.m. In the meantime, stay tuned for traffic, weather, news, and the Rush Limbaugh Show. It's next. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. -ba -ba.